farmers are being paid to stop climate change. That story and more on H2O Radio's weekly news report. I'm Jamie Sudler. I'm Franny Halperin, and it's This Week in Water. A team of scientists has made an alarming discovery of warm water beneath the so-called Doomsday Glacier in Antarctica. In January, a team of researchers from the U.S. and U.K. drilled a 2,000-foot hole into the Thwaites Glacier and, for the first time, measured water temperatures more than two degrees Celsius above freezing. The discovery is leading to concerns that the glacier could collapse and raise sea levels nearly a meter, perhaps overwhelming populated areas. The Thwaites Glacier is roughly the size of Florida and has been described as the most important glacier in the world. The BBC reports that it accounts for 4% of global sea level rise each year, and its melting is increasing rapidly. The discovery was made at the glacier's grounding zone, where ice moves off bedrock to floating on the ocean. Warm ocean water is melting the front of the glacier, and as it does, the weight of the ice behind it pushes forward. The fear is that the process will accelerate with climate change. David Holland of New York University said warm water at the Thwaites grounding zone suggests that it may be undergoing an unstoppable retreat that has huge implications for sea level rise around the globe. The Environmental Protection Agency made headlines last week for controversial decisions. First, the EPA reapproved the use of glyphosate, the chemical in the widely used weed killer Roundup. The Hill reports that the agency is doubling down on its earlier claims that glyphosate is safe, despite findings of the World Health Organization that it's probably carcinogenic to humans, and despite the thousands of lawsuits that attribute cancer to the chemical. An attorney with the Center for Food Safety reacted to the decision in a news release saying that the EPA still had not conducted the necessary research on glyphosate's effects. Chuck Benbrook of the Heartland Study said in a statement that there's nothing in EPA's decision to reduce exposure or risk to workers who use the weed killer. Meanwhile, it was learned that Kellogg's, the number two cereal company in the U.S., announced late last year that it will phase out oats and wheat that have been treated with glyphosate. EPA also made a decision recently to make it easier for cities to dump raw sewage into rivers by letting them delay or change fixes to their sewer systems, most of which had already been agreed to. The New York Times reports that the actions are the latest example of the Trump administration's efforts to roll back nearly 95 environmental rules that it says are too costly for industry or taxpayers. Speaking of cities, water-related projects were at the top of the list of infrastructure investments for U.S. mayors, according to a recent survey by Boston University. While both the Democratic and Republican parties are touting infrastructure improvements like broadband and 5G, the city leaders said that they would prioritize water projects if they were given an unrestricted grant. 25% of mayors would fund water, wastewater, and stormwater projects, followed by 19% who would choose roads and mass transit. The choice of water is a 40% increase since the question was last asked in 2015. One of the researchers said that the new focus on water could be attributed to the rise of extreme weather and the number of mayors having to deal with flooding and drainage issues. 
farmland could capture around 20% of annual emissions of carbon dioxide. But one issue has been how to incentivize farmers to engage in practices like no-tilling and planting cover crops that sequester the greenhouse gas. Yale Climate Connections reports that some startup companies are getting into the game using the sale of carbon offsets to help pay farmers to use sustainable practices. One company called Indigo Agriculture promised last year that farmers who signed up for its program would receive at least $15 per metric ton of carbon sequestered. The payments are to be financed partly through the sale of offsets, which go for $20 per ton. According to Indigo's website, as of February 2nd, growers had committed close to 18 million acres to the program. Another startup, Seattle-based Nori, recently launched an online marketplace to connect anyone who wants to fund sequestration with farmers. According to the company, a recent transaction moved enough carbon credits to pay a Maryland farmer more than $80,000, enough to capture more than 5,000 metric tons. According to Rattan Lal, a soil expert at Ohio State University, the benefits of carbon-rich soil go beyond climate. It's also vital for food security, water quality, and biodiversity. Losses of carbon from the soil can be reduced through minimizing soil disturbance, keeping the soil covered, and rotating crops. But according to Lal, less than 10% of cropland is currently farmed this way. And finally this week, when a child gets a burn, many parents rush to put ice on the area or perhaps turn to folk remedies like egg whites, aloe vera, or butter. But according to a new report, the best treatment is at your kitchen sink. A new study published in the Annals of Emergency Medicine reveals that cool running water should be the first response to a child's burn because it could reduce the depth of the injury, expedite healing, and lower the chance of needing a skin graft or hospitalization. Researchers in Queensland analyzed the treatment of about 2,500 youngsters at a children's hospital who had a range of injuries resulting from common accidents around the home. As Forbes reports, among children who did not require grafting, they found that the speed of healing was faster when cool running water was applied immediately and up to three hours after the burn. This is significant, the authors note, because faster healing reduces the risk of scarring. Just how long to run the water is still up for debate. Australian, British, and European burn associations all recommend 20 minutes, while the American Burn Association recommends five minutes or more. That's it for this week in water. We'll see you next time.